I live my life a quarter mile at a time. Nothing else matters. I'm sorry, I don't speak Japanese. Let me try to. Welcome back to the Fast Five Minute Podcast, a show where each week two friends they come together they watch five minutes of the fast and the furious uh this week we're still on fast and the furious tokyo drift um but we're getting towards the end only a handful left uh thank the lord um my name is stone and that's guard what's up oh yeah this is episode 15 uh minute 70 to 75 for any of you absolute (laughs) lunatics that are watching along (laughs) for everyone that's keeping track I can't imagine anyone is. That seems like a hassle, but if you are, sound to sound off in our on our socials. We'd love to hear it. Sure enough. Um, hey, guard, how are you? Hey, Stone, I'm great. How are you? I'm doing. I'm doing okay. Um, we got an episode today. Um, it's <laughs> it's a it's it's a quite the change up from last week, but almost kind of similar. Um, but we can get that into Similar that. Similar in what way? We get I, into that. I don't. I, you might have lost me on that. Well, one, so uh, it's it's a lot more exciting, but also not much happens. Hmm. I see what you mean. The other one last week it was boring and not much happens. This week it's exciting, but not much happens. Sure. So, sure. So, uh, <laughs> look forward to that audience guard. Um, I actually have something off the top. Uh, do do you? Have anything that you need to get out in the open slate, before we talk uh, about this? No, I'm I'm a clean slate today, Stone. So you you do what you need to do. Oh wow. Okay. Well, guard. Um, I need to ask. Did you make a bet? Nope. Good, because we're still on summer break. Um, hmm. F one doesn't come back for another couple weeks. I'm feeling antsy. Um, and I know you are too. Oh, I can't wait. Yeah, <laughs> I, I'm. And because I know. I know, I, and I know that. I know that about you, and I know how much you like talking racing with me. So I thought we'd talk about IndyCar for a little bit. To this, <laughs> oh yeah, to start this uh, episode off. That, yeah, this will really scratch my edge. Thanks, Stone. You're welcome. And I know you're a big <clears throat> IndyCar fan by the fact that you've been to an IndyCar race. Unfortunately, um, well, I won't say unfortunately. Yet. That was actually fun. So fortunately, <laughs> true. Um, because guard, they had the uh. Second ever Music City Grand Prix on the streets of Nashville. Um, and it was chaos. <laughs> Sounds about so, right. So <laughs> so last year it was the first ever. It was the first time they've ever raced on the streets of Nashville, and it was chaos. And then everyone thought, well, they had last year's race to look at. It's definitely gonna be better this year, right? Sure, of course. It it wasn't much better. Um, I'll give you some stats about this race. And why it was so chaotic, um, one, there were th- uh, eight caution flags during this race. And eight. caution is a good thing, of course. So at, at eight different times <clears throat> during this 80-lap um, race, uh, there was such a crash or insta- incident that they had to slow the drivers down, wave the caution flags, and uh, clear the racetrack for the rest of the race. Eight different times. Um, there are some F1 races where there isn't a caution flag. 
I'd say on average, there's maybe one or two in an F1 race. Um, and there were eight <laughs> in this IndyCar race. Um, so exciting. Exciting, <clears throat> but also uh, <laughs> 36 of the 80 laps that this race uh, consisted of were run under yellow flags. <laughs> mm, not as exciting. So almost half of the laps around this track during the race were um, at low speeds while they were cleaning up the carnage that had happened around the streets of Nashville. Okay. So it's exciting because wrecks are happening, but then they have to shut the race down, basically, or slow the race down and clean up the carnage that happened. So uh, some said it was an exciting race, and some said, oh my gosh, why is half of this race being driven at uh, reasonable speeds? How horrific so, were the wrecks? Um, they weren't horrific, but they were bad enough that they had to bring out <laughs> they had to bring out a crane and lift the car off the track. Okay, wow. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so guard, this in this uh race, there were um twenty six cars, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, and of those twenty six cars, twenty uh sustained some kind of damage. Wow. <laughs> All right. Um, yeah, so not great. <coughs> Um, and in the last two years of this race, uh, 40% of it has been run under caution. So they might need to take a little bit of a look at the layout of this racetrack because um, Seems like it's a tight in places. Know, There's a lot of blind corners and uh, it caused a lot of chaos. Um, but guard in the end, uh, the, the finishers in first and second place, they were both named Scott and they're both from New Zealand. So. Wow. Shout Scott out to Dixon led Scott McLaughlin uh, for an Aussie, not an Aussie, a Kiwi 1-2. Um, and they made uh, everyone in New Zealand proud. So, uh, Well, that's great, Stone. I'm equally as excited about that as you are. Thank you. I'm a big fan of Scott McLaughlin. He's my probably my favorite uh, driver. He used to drive, obviously, as you know, the in the um, Australian Supercar Series. So he's he's been around a few tight uh tight road courses in his day, you know, you know what I'm saying? Mhm. Um but anyways, congratulations to Scott and Scott on a great race and uh shout out to those guys. Um and I would love to go to to see the Music City Grand Prix on the streets of Nashville, but maybe after they work out a few of the kinks so I can watch, you know a race that doesn't have to start and stop eight different times. Yeah. That sounds like a really exciting thing for you and uh, Brianna to do. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I tell her all the time about all the fun places we're going to travel to watch race cars. And she she rolls her eyes in excitement. Cause that's, that's what you do when you're excited, right? You roll your eyes. Oh, no doubt. And Brianna's excited all the time, which is crazy. Whenever I talk to her about anything, I'm really excited for her to do that with you (laughs) and not me stone. <coughs> so you don't uh, want to go to Monterey with me for the finale in a month or two? No, I will not be in attendance. Unfortunately, I do have Shoot. to wash my arms that day. <laughs> you do have filthy arms, notoriously. <laughs> I'm busy washing my arms and clipping my toenails that day, so I have a full plate. Or I, I would have loved to go. You would have. That's and that's really kind of you. Mm-hmm. Um, but guard, I want to give you a heads up for next weekend. Okay. There isn't a Formula One race. But the weekend after that, we're back, baby. <laughs> well, you can check in with me in 
one week and one day's time to put a bet in there than Stone. Okay, cool, cool. Now, <laughs> I'll do as, that. As exhilarating as the Music City <laughs> miracle of uh, Nashville was, we have some <laughs> exactly fictional racing it. to speak about as well, Stone. We do. Um, are you ready to hop into this five minutes, Guard? Well, first of all, do you know what the Music City Miracle is? No. No, I don't know what the Music City Miracle is. Please inform me. <laughs> Take a guess, Stone, if you had to guess what it was. Let me guess. Um, a boat full of, of children went down on the <laughs> rivers near Nashville, but uh, spectacularly, everyone survived thanks to um, an Olympic swimmer that saved every one of them. Uh, no, that much less dramatic than that. Uh, I Boom. thought it was dramatic until you <laughs> said that. Uh, no, <clears throat> the Music City Miracle was the Tennessee Titans winning a football game in dramatic fashion. Just one football game? Wasn't even like a Super Bowl or anything? Just a football well, game? Well, it was an important football game. It was the game before the Super Bowl. <laughs> That's... Okay. <laughs> so, stuff in sports gets names for less than that. I, I don't think it should. <laughs> it was a game-winning play in the uh, semifinals, basically. Well, uh, what what year was this? Let me see how much of a miracle this really was. 2000. Music City Miracle. You don't need the year. If you look it up, I assure you it will, All right, 30, <laughs> it will immediately 36 come 36 seconds. Oh. I'll fill the time while you're watching that with our ad this week. Okay, yeah. This week is brought to you by... Pens that write super well. <laughs> you know that feeling at the end of a, your time at a restaurant when you get a pen and it writes well sometimes? Have that feeling all the time. Try pens that write super well. Dude, 16 seconds left and they returned a kick to win, I'm guessing? That's correct, Zone. Yes. Wow. Are you jacked up now? He, this this announcer has said the word miracle several times, so I see where it gets its Hence name. The name, right? Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah, good for good for them. Did they win the Super Bowl at least? Nope. Ooh, well, I'm less interested now. I'm glad you asked. Uh, I believe the Rams won that one. The Los Angeles Rams. At the time, the St. Louis Rams. Oh, interesting. Uh, thus beginning my Rams fandom at age Uh-oh. six. Oh, so you watched that and thought, and you thought, hell, I think I'm a big Rams guy now. Yeah, pretty much, yep. That's cool. Do you want some more football trivia to procrastinate getting into the actual podcast? Yeah, but I'll tell you um, how I became a Cubs fan. It's kind of in the same. Sure. When I was in fourth grade, um, (laughs) my my dad actually got in trouble with work and had to go to a hearing (laughs) in Chicago. I didn't know this at the time. Me and my brother thought, hey, free trip to Chicago. And we went right. and saw the Cubs. And I thought, oh, dude, this this shit slaps. Wrigley Field, the Cubs, these guys are pretty sick. Right, and yeah. I became a Cubs fan. Wait, what did he do? <laughs> is it is it classified to this day? Um, I want to say he like uh, he put down himself for some time he worked without getting approval first. Ended up getting fired. Shout out. <laughs> oh, no. And he had to go all shout, the way to shout Chicago out. for that? Yeah, we went all the way to Chicago for him to get fired. But we got to see two Cubs games and ate some good pizza. So, what you know crazy, what? I'll take uh... it as a net positive. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay, yeah. Shout out to the, the, the railroad. Shout out, yeah. That's insane to make someone travel somewhere to get fired. 
Yeah, me and my brother wandered around um, Chicago by ourselves as fairly small children. Okay, well, that sounds really fun. Anyways. Um, the Rams... Another football story. The Rams that won that year were called the greatest show on turf. Dude, does does football just love goofy nicknames? I feel like there's... All of sports does, but yes, football in particular also does. Any Any other off the top of your head that'll get me going? Charles Barkley has a really good nickname. Did you already tell me Charles Barkley's nickname? I think so, actually. On this podcast. Do you remember it at all? Um, It's like the big green machine that eats no, beans or something. No, it's really long and complicated. No, that's the Vikings, the purple people eaters. The <laughs> And the green, you just combine like two different things. No, Charles Barkley's is the round mound of rebound. I was pretty close, to be fair. His airness is cool. Michael Jordan, The Truth, The Answer, both cool nicknames. The Franchise, The Human Highlight Reel. I'm pretty sure you've told me all of these on, a, on another episode. Probably. I'm passionate about the subject. Do you have any for any other sports? Any The Fridge, that's football. Any Any lacrosse nicknames? Any football nicknames? Nothing. Mm, I could probably think of a soccer one for sure. What about baseball? I don't. I don't know baseball very well. I don't have any baseball. Fans can write in on that one. <laughs> well, great. Um, What's Zenadine Zidane's uh, nickname? He probably has a crazy one. Sounds anyway. like you just made that name up. Anyways, guard. Yeah. Uh, we got five minutes that we got to talk about. Um, so, would you like to tell the audience how this particular five minutes? Uh, started or ended? I'll start with started. It starts with a gun to a dude's forehead, and Zenadine Zidane's nickname is Zizu. Naturally. And it ends with um, some very chaotic camera shots and car driving moves. Indeed. Um, we pick up where we left off. Han has a gun in his face. Um, DK has just pulled it after he learned that Han has been double-crossing him. Uh, his good friend, the Homies. man that was like a brother to him, mm -hmm. has just double-crossed him and has, is currently showing no regard. Uh, is, is still remaining to be extremely nonchalant about the whole situation. And we get the only words spoken of this entire five minutes right here at the beginning. Um, Stay with us, audience. I promise we're going to have a lot to say about this one. It's not boring, <laughs> despite what Stone just said. Um, these are the only words, though. The mm -hmm. only word spoken um, is uh, DK replying back, is, is this what we do? With a gun pointed at Han's dead head. And Han says, you need me. You'd be, you'd still be shaking down tea houses for chump change if it wasn't for me. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, Turns out, unfortunately, bad news, DK was extorting tea houses. He began, we get a little nugget of information from Han about DK's very first crimes, mm -hmm. apparently. And when Han came up on him, he was shaking down poor <laughs> Japanese tea houses. <laughs> A bizarre career, to be sure. Guard, that's like me and you in doing crimes in New York and me <laughs> saying, like, guard, if it wasn't for you, you'd still be shaking down local coffee shops for jump change. 
True enough. Yeah. So, so apparently Han has helped DK up his crime game. So maybe his stealing has been warranted. I don't know. That because that's all the information we get. Because then Twinkie has a plan. <laughs> and boy, what a uh, masterstroke, <laughs> huh? He he sure strokes it like a master. Um, <laughs> the gun is cocked. What is Twinkie going to do? He runs to the wall and closes all the garage doors. Oh, yeah. Brilliant move. It's really, I mean, something had to have had to be done in this moment. And I <clears> guess <throat> Twinkie did do something. <laughs> Twinkie uh, pulls a lever. Hits a button, actually. Big green button. He, he, that's true. He does hit a button, a la Smashes Kronk. it. <laughs> famed for Emperor's New Groove. Shout out. And for button smashing, yeah. And he's a famed button smasher. That's true as well. Uh, and it distracts the villains, DK and his henchmen, so much that um, Sean is, or excuse me, Han God, those names are tough to get. Han and Sean is tough for us. It really is. Um, He is able to get off a big smash in the face of DK. Yeah, he does a big smash. Knocks the gun aside. He does a big smash. He does a big big arm swipe and a big punch. And um, uh, DK is on the ground and gunless. And Han takes off running. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sean does a does a punch to the weird blonde henchman, <laughs> mm-hmm. which pr- pumps me up pretty good. He gets he gets um quite the beating <laughs> this episode, <laughs> he, and it kind of pumped me up. Oh, that dude sucks. Boy, does he? We all know he sucks. Um, but yeah, Han does a does a a gun a gun hit and a face hit, and then runs through the very long alleyway, the one that we all know leads <laughs> to the front club. <clears throat> Excuse um, me, sorry. Yeah, not even an alleyway, to be clear. More of a... No, um, it's a hallway. A hallway. Scary, a scary service hallway, because he's a weirdo that parks his car not at the garage that he lives in, but in front of the club that's at the other side of the building that he presumably owns? I don't I don't know. It's a maze uh, of a building. To, to he he parks sure. his car so far away, even though there's garage space. Sean's car is in the garage that they're standing in, mm-hmm. but Hans is for some reason all the way out front of club number one. <laughs> yeah, it's really strange. Um, also, so here's my thinking. So the henchman has been struck, right? Right in the face by Sean, yeah. F- Sean finally gets a punch. Finally. Thank gosh. Finally. Uh, now, DK himself has also been struck. Right in the face again, uh, finally. There's, like, other allies of the good guys here in the building. There are, yes. Several. So then, tell me, Stone, Mm -hmm. why on earth are they getting in their cars to run away? Um, I don't know. That's a great question. There's a lot about their whole getaway plan (laughs) that confuses me. Um, it doesn't make any sense. Why Why is there even a getaway plan, man? Well, so Twinkie does a thing, right? He hits the button, it closes the garage. Sure. He need, Someone needed to do something. Han had a gun in his face. Sure. Um, but that also now closes their main point of escape. 
So now they're locked in here with a crazy person that has a gun. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That wasn't a really good idea. Um, so that's crazy. Uh, Han runs away and gets chased on foot by um, some B-list henchmen that we haven't <laughs> even seen before. Mm-hmm. They ju- they run to the front and then he takes off in the car. Now they're freaking fools that are on the wrong side of the building and their car's not even close. Absolute right. idiots. Sure. Um, Sean gets extremely lucky because the only reason that he's able to escape with his car, the car that was in the garage that Twinkie shut the fucking doors on, <laughs> yep. is because one of the henchmen's, the B-list henchmen's that we don't know, their car was parked halfway in the garage, I guess? So it held it halfway open. Stroke of luck for him, or yeah. else he would have been absolutely fucked. Especially because Han fucking runs away. He left Han there oh, with yeah. DK it's and his henchmen and the gun. No one picked up the gun. <laughs> it's very strange, uh, for sure. It's absolutely insane. Um, and then all of the good guys, all of the, the homies that were hanging out in the garage, all just also run away in a direction. We, they, they're never seen again. Nope. They run into the night. Presumably, they're still. I mean, running. they outnumber the bad guys like ten to one. It's really weird. It's absolutely bizarre. Um, but Sean and Neela do get in his car, the red Evo, and uh, the blonde henchman kind of goes up to the front of it and like hits the hood. Like, come on, let's go! Mm-hmm. And uh, Sean just drives into him. <laughs> yep, pretty much. <laughs> I'm not sure what he was thinking, how, why kicking the car that Sean was in was a good idea, but um, he does a nice tumble over the car. Yeah, yeah, um, he does. Not the smartest guys involved in the whole situation, for sure. No. But, but DK <laughs> has at least enough wits about him to pick up his gun before him and his henchmen go get in their Nissan Zs to p- pursue... Sean and Han in the Evo and the RX-7. So right. now, guard, we have a bit of a a bit of a uh, drift chase on our hands. Um, yeah, and good news, it's actually pretty cool. It is pretty cool. This is a fun scene. They're they're driving around. They're drifting. Um. After watching it several times, it's so stupid. <laughs> Oh, uh, to be clear, it's it's not it doesn't make any sense at all. But it's pretty no. cool. It is pretty cool because guard. Um, speaking of motorsports that we've seen together, uh, as in IndyCar, mm-hmm. we also saw Formula Drift. That's true, and it was which was one cool. of my highlights of the weekend because it was fucking sick. Formula it was, Drift. It was neat. Um, for the uh, unaware, is like the highest level of professional drifting. And uh, 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 the point, I'm still confused. The point, I have to be honest. So the point in Formula Drift is, uh, it's like a bracket system. So it's one v one. You take a turn leading. You take a turn following. And then there's a panel of three judges, and they decide who wins based off of a bunch of criteria: how well you were drifting, how well you kept up with the car in front of you, how long you held the drifts, like your transitions, basically. How cool you looked doing the drifts. So it's right? more like, to be clear, the scoring is more like figure skating than uh, like the than 100 racing. meter yeah. dash. Yeah, it's more of like um, it's the of art like form a, of the racing world. 
Yeah, it's more of like a freestyle like X Games where there's like a panel of judges that basically say you you did a cooler drifts than this dude. Your drifts right. were more technical. They looked better. Yeah, figure skating's a good a good way for it. It's more figure skating than like a race. Right. Because that's what drifting is. It's uh you do it for style points. It is not, not a fast not way to example, get from point A to point B. For example, not a good way to um <laughs> if a line of traffic is wide open with some cars spaced perfectly evenly every mm-hmm. so feet only in the middle lane with two lanes open on either side of them uh just by pure example not a good idea to drift in between <laughs> the middle car lane rather than going in a straight line down the left or right lanes um yeah that's exactly right guard that's exactly right um, I, I just say personally, if I was ever in a situation where um, I was being, <laughs> I was in a car chase and I was being chased by someone who, you know, was is easy to it's easy to assume was is out to uh, hurt me and mm-hmm. the people around me. Um, I would not try to drift away from that person. I would drive in a straight <clears throat> fucking line because right, that's right. how you go fast. <laughs> Now, totally unrelated to what we just said. But that's what happens in this scene. <laughs> that's, it's that's like what, okay. almost yeah. four minutes that's what happens. <laughs> of uh, a drift chase that's so over the top and exaggerated and clearly not the quickest way from point A to point B. Um, it's really ridiculous. It's fun, though. It's fun. I mean, it's it's silly. fun to watch. It's really, it's really cool. silly. There's some great shots in it, but man, it's stupid. <laughs> it is really stupid. I can't lie. The the thought process behind here was but, basically... Um, this isn't called Tokyo driving a straight line. Well, right. So the director thought to himself, drifting. we need some drifting in this movie. There hasn't been a ton for what this movie is. Let's do that now. The thing is, though, is like there are some shots where they're going around corners and you see them like drifting, like these big sweeping shots of them drifting around corners. And that's pretty sick. I'm like here for that. But then there's also parts where they're going straight through traffic, and instead of like trying to just get around the cars in front of them, they're drifting completely across four lanes of traffic, like to miss cars, and it just looks silly. <laughs> it looks cool, but it looks fucking ridiculous. There's also extremely notably uh, a scene where I would say hundreds, if not maybe a thousand plus people, are in the middle of the street. Mm-hmm. Yes. I don't know if they're crossing it, if there's some sort of party going on, but there's like maybe a thousand people in the middle of the street. And Sean, DK, and Han, I just remembered a huge part that we'll come back to in just a second. <laughs> but they're all screaming towards this group of maybe a thousand people. Sean gets them to perfectly clear out in the shape of what he's going to drift, mind you, in a mm-hmm. panic. He gets Mm -hmm. them by just honking to uh, perfectly clear out a lane for him to curve through the uh, corner section that he's going through. Guard, do you not remember all those people? They're the they're the the ones that Han pointed at and said, "Look at all those rule followers or something," and like talk shit on them. Same same group of people probably never left. That is insane. I mean, not Um, only did they get out of the (laughs) intersection, but they perfectly made. A like little macaroni noodle shape for him to <laughs> drive through, like within inches of his car on either side. 
Oh yeah, it's absolutely um, fairy tale shit. Because if this was real life, um, he would have killed. A ton no of one would have seen it coming, and, <laughs> and John would have committed dozens of count of vehicular manslaughter. But um, we do live in a fairy tale land where cars have supernatural powers. So he's so, only recklessly endangered a ton of people. So he's only recklessly endangering dozens and dozens I of think. people. Officer Duffman. He's not. He's not committing vehicular manslaughter, but also vehicular assault. Shot. That's no a doubt. really cool scene. That's a real. Oh, it's very cool it's to fucking, see for shot from above, dude. All, all the music going down and it just them silently sliding through a crosswalk with all the people watching them. Super yeah, cool. Really cool. Now let's really go cool back stuff. and zone in on one character. Because mm-hmm. it's been a while since uh, some action scenes have happened, and I forgot to go in order. So let's go from point A to Z uh, with just whatever this dude's name is. The henchman. Henchman. Um, blonde henchman with a goofy mullet. Um, he gets in his very yellow Nissan Z. Well, first of um, all, again, he gets hit by Sean. Oh, he gets punched in the face. And then he kicks Sean's car. And then Sean uh, r- doesn't run him over. He Basically, rides his car into I mean, yeah. him, and he, and he rolls over Sean's car. Sean hits this him with his car. He hits him with his car. It's awesome. And he goes tumbling. It's he exactly gets in his very... what I wanted in that moment. I was no mm-hmm. notes. That's exactly what I wanted to happen. Yes. He then gets in his very yellow Nissan Z, and the chase uh, ensues. Now we're how about oh, we're a little ways in. We're going through straight traffic, drifting between the cars as is Perfectly tradition in Tokyo. Out cars. Yep. Uh huh. And um, he's mad at Sean. Can't stand the guy. Yeah. For he, what he reason? He just punched I, him. Just the normal. He ones. just hit him with a car. I get it, man. He's probably he's livid. He he was mean to his very best friend DK. Mm-hmm. Lots of stuff going on here. He's probably Sean beat him of in that. Vaughan. Yeah, and Sean beat him in that drift race that one time. Remember that? True. Yeah, so he gets up next to uh, Sean and starts ramming him, really trying to just bully him. Um, and then he has to swerve out of the way of one car, and uh-oh, there's another car on the other side of the road coming straight at him. Go figure, if you drive on the wrong side of the road, um, you might hit oncoming traffic, and that's exactly what happens to him. Dude gets in a Smashes head-on collision. A head-on collision Presumably with oncoming dead. traffic. Yeah, I going have to like assume what that. 60, 80 miles an hour. There's oh, no yeah. way he was wearing a seatbelt. He's way too cool for that. I mean, um, even if he was, honestly, that was a horrific crash. Yeah, it was. It was. And he then, severed. <laughs> he severed multiple vertebrae in that one. No doubt. And on top of that, not only did he get in a head-on collision, another car swerves around Sean to get out of the way of this wreck, uh, fails to do so. And T-bones him right in the passenger, or right in the driver's side door as well. Yeah, several several cars have a small pile up on this road, and uh, <laughs> there's a really great scene of DK driving by, and he gives his like very best acting face of like, I'm sad, but I gotta keep driving, I guess. I gotta be honest, DK this entire time looks like he needs to take a massive shit. Dude, he's he's doing some real gnarly face, face acting. His mad face yeah. is bad. It's not good. He doesn't look mad. He looks like he's mad constipated. Yeah, he does. He's it's real. He's real. Got his face squinted up like he's really trying to. 
he to looks either like, drift or cut <laughs> off a turd. He looks like he's racing home to go take a shit. <laughs> this entire time. Um, and by the way, he just saw... So Hans betrayed him. He just saw his other friend, henchman guy, presumably die in front of his very eyes. Uh, what's his response to that? Still chasing Sean. I'm I'm more mad than ever. I gotta get I gotta get these dorks. I cannot reiterate, by the way, the comical esque nature of how many cars proceed to pile up on the henchmen. I mean, if this dude survives this, or like if I see him again in this movie, not horrifically injured or dead, <laughs> that will be outrageous. Not paralyzed from the neck down. Yeah. Um, he gets hit by he gets in a head on collision. And then gets hit by several cars after that. It's like a comic strip, like or, or like a Saturday morning <laughs> cartoon. Like Wiley e. Coyote gets beat Dude, up as bad as this guy does. Got punched in the face. Got hit by a car. <laughs> got in a head-on collision. Uh, several cars pile up just to add insult to injury, and probably some more injury. If we ever hear from this guy again, like I, this movie's no, already. Too ridiculous, yeah. but come on. No way. No way, no how. No. Um, we do some more drifts. Did you... <laughs> there's a couple cuts in this. So this entire time, the camera is, like, shaking. It's... The the smash cuts are a mile a minute. Like, they're giving me a headache. Like, there's points <laughs> where I don't know what the fuck's going on because it's just cutting so violently. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's exciting, a couple... Exciting, though. <laughs> it's exciting. There's... A bunch of shots that look really good of them like driving through Tokyo. There's a couple shots that look like a PS2 game. <laughs> There's a couple shots that look real bad. They're That's only so... there for about a half a second, but man, if you the several times I watched this, I picked them out and they're really funny. The uh, I, I would love to see those. I have a feeling I know what you're talking about. Um, the worst offenders that I saw were like the green screen, the in the car shots where it tried to show mm-hmm. something out the back of the window were tough. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and there's a couple of the cars drifting where it's clearly CGI and oh, it's yeah. not great CGI. <laughs> you can like blatantly tell the difference between the practical drifts mm-hmm. and the CGI drifts. Yeah, yeah, big time. Um, so then we... Uh, For example, uh, when Sean. Sean is amongst 1,000 citizens of the world... And right before that, too, when there's a dramatic zoom out on his car, it looks like a like a PlayStation 2 video game. It's not great. The actual um, drifting, though, in these scenes is really cool. Yeah, man. When it's one big shot of them going around a corner and, like, nailing a drift, it yeah. looks pretty sick. It's three cool cars sliding through Tokyo. That's yeah. pretty sick. Um, so right before we uh, make it to the crowd of people, Sean's getting bullied by DK. Mm. Han does the noble thing. He slams on the brakes to get him off his back. To be clear, Bullied is in. They're both still in their cars in a chase, and Han, or excuse <laughs> me, and DK is smashing his car into Sean's. Vehicular bullying while going awfully quick through the streets of Tokyo, yes. Um, Scary. So now they're through the crowd of people, sick shot, and... Uh, Why is DK even going after Sean? Shouldn't he be more mad about Han, by the way? He sh- absolutely should be. But Sean also didn't fuck his lady, you know? I guess. So. I mean, by the way, Neela is in Sean's car this whole time, so he's, like, endangering her as well. So if he, it's like, <laughs> do you really care for her that much? Because you're trying to kill her, too. So um, DK finally has been revealed again as the bad guy after taking some tough blows last episode. 
But I imagine we're going to feel for him next episode. Yeah. Now, something <laughs> amazing happens at the end of this five minutes. What's that? DK spinning his car completely oh, around. He does. I, I don't... I've watched it several times. It's it's what I was saying where it just cuts so fast. Like, there's points where I don't know what's going on other than, like, cars and lights. But, yeah, at some point, DK and Han are, like, side by side, and DK somehow flips his car all the way around and is now driving backwards, nose to nose. Like, bumper with to bumper. Han, he almost looks like he did it on accident, but kind of, he just yeah. rolls with it. Front bumper um, to front bumper. Yes, uh, DK reverse, going backwards, one forward. Han going the correct direction, right. um, and then pulls out his gun and starts shooting, because he was smart, he picked up his gun. He did, I for sure thought he didn't. No, I, there's, there's, a, there's a, uh, a half a second scene to clarify that he does pick up his gun. I did go um, back so. and, and just uh, kind of peek at that, and sure enough, yeah. Sure, sure enough, I mean maybe one of the smartest things any character has done in this movie is pick up your gun before you go on your uh, chase. Yeah, I would say that's um, fair. Yeah. So DK puts a couple shots into the old, into the old windshield of the RX-7 driven by Han. Mm-hmm. Um, tough. That car is sick, and it's getting shot at. Um, and then I'm not sure what happens. The very end of this scene... So he shoots a couple shots. We see ha- Sean. Oh my gosh. Breaking my brain with this Sean Han talk. Sean goes through an intersection and gets clipped and he crashes his car. Mm-hmm. He's now out of this chase. He is. Um, Neela and him are safely away. And then Han does something where he like rams the front of DK with the front of his car and starts to spin him around. Or something. End of the five minutes. <laughs> or something is right. Man, there were so many cuts in this. I mean, it was parts of it were good. Parts of it were uh, less than stellar action. <laughs> but um, less than overall, I give it. You would say. Overall, I give it a pretty fun five minutes. There's some good chase scenes. The cars are fun. It looks like they're actually in Tokyo for some of it, which mm-hmm. is cool. You sure know. enough, yeah. We got to see we got to see a, a bunch of drifts, you know. You know I've been itching to see some cars slide around and we got to see plenty of that. Oh, absolutely. Um But yeah, guard. Yes, Stone. Um DK has spun around by got spun around by Han. Uh Sean has crashed his car. What happens next? Wow. I um, want you to know this. I want you to know something, guard. Um I know you know what happens next. What do you mean? You might I not remember, right but already? I know you know. No. You've seen it. Uh, within the past two years. <laughs> what? Uh, yeah. Yeah, let's, I'll leave you and the audience with that cliffhanger. <laughs> oh, it was like a flashback in the in one of the recent movies? Huh, might have been. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, I still don't remember. I, I tried <laughs> yeah. to zone Yeah, why would you? Why would you key- use your precious uh, brain space to remember that fucking useless fact? Yeah, that movie was some next level dog shit, so I'm um, not positive. Well, anyways, any any predictions? Um, I, I think I was right. I still think they're going to have a sweet race. 
that this wasn't even their sweet race. They're going to continue to do another race, like a we're going to race for honor kind yeah, of race. Yeah, they're going to have like an okay. honor race. It's going to be After badass. they've done a, a citywide chase and a couple bullets have been fired, they go, okay, guys, let's settle down. Okay, let's settle this like guys. real men. <laughs> guys, seriously. <and> <laughs> guys, I think chill so, out. Man. We yeah, have cars. I, I really think so. We're gentlemen. We settle this with cars, not with guns. Absolutely. Who's excited? Me. Me. Because all I know is it's going to be, there's at least going to be some action because we're halfway through a chase scene. <laughs> Hell yeah, brother. Um, but we'll get to that it's next episode. It's been quite the buildup. Let me just say that. Oh my gosh. It, it, was, it was a lot of action. Uh, and I don't know. I don't, almost don't even feel like we earned it because the start was so boring it's more of a fucking finally than a oh yeah i don't oh, feel finally. like i don't did it at all the payoff wasn't no. near was certainly not worth an hour and a half of just dog shit <laughs> but i mean at yeah, least that's, that's something's happening now things are happening um and i can't wait for more of those things to happen Dude, next episode i don't know what happened but my mic's peaking so i might be screaming at everyone right now Perfect. Um, that's what the audience loves. That's what they crave. Sorry, everyone. Um, Oops. <laughs> well, guard. That's it. That's uh, that's that's all we have in this five minutes. Um, do you have any other stuff? Um, other stuff. To talk about before we get the heck with, out of here. Let me quietly hit you with. Well, I have two. If you want me to go first, while you're thinking. This is now an ASMR. Oh God, no! Hear this stone. I'm getting ready to open a book, and I'm gonna read to everyone. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking hate this. Okay, that's all my other stuff. Okay, great. Um, I watched a documentary guard while I was backpacking. Um, called The Summer of Soul. It won the Oscar last year for best documentary. It was directed first time director uh, by Questlove. Oh, nice. And it was about um, the Harlem Cultural Festival in 1969 when uh, they put on a free concert series in uh, a public park in Harlem. And it had a bunch of heaters like um, B.B. King and The Fifth Dimension and um, all sorts of cool R&B, soul, funk artists. That sounds pretty uh, but the entire thing was filmed because someone's like, this is a lot of artists. Someone's got to film this. And they filmed the entire thing <laughs> and they went to sell it and no one wanted to buy it in 1969 because they were trying to market it as uh, black Woodstock. Um, and of course, nobody in 1969 wanted something <laughs> called black Woodstock. Let's get real. Well, I'm so sure I sat in a basement. I'm sure some people wanted it, but the people with money did not. Right. Um, the whites, right. the whites did not. Uh, so it sat in a basement for 50 years, and uh, they just made a documentary about it, and it was really fucking cool. Um, so I've been listening to a lot of funk and Motown lately. Nice. Um, and also, my last thing is a uh, cold brew gin and tonics. Wow, that's exotic. Yeah, wouldn't wouldn't think that cold brew would be good in a gin and tonic. You did tonic, send me but, a picture uh, of that, and I have to be honest, I was skeptical at the time. Spoiler alert, it's delicious. I'm going to go make one after this. Okay, nice. I'll make myself a little something as well. Hell yeah. All right, Stone. Well, that's all the time we have. But as always, uh, 
Stay classy, everyone. Always. <laughs>